0: Hello, is this Alt Altman, also known as Digits? Yes, it is. It's me, it's Scott from The Interview Show.
1: Awesome. Uh, Thanks so much for having me on the show today.
0: Yeah, yeah, you're nice to pick up. Thank you, thank you. So, Hmm. what are you up to today?
1: Uh, Well, today, I guess uh, I've been preparing for... I have a DJ night in Toronto that happens, I guess, uh, once a month. So I've been preparing for it because it's tomorrow night. So I spent most of the day in my sweltering apartment working on that.
0: (laughs) Nice, nice. So what are the new songs you're going to play tonight?
1: uh the new songs um well there's a new kylie minogue single that i'm excited about um called all the lovers and i don't know uh i have a i have a list that i consult but uh when
2: i
3: i
0: Well, welcome to The Interview Show. This is Scott Wood, your host, and today I have Alt Altman on the phone. You might also know him as Digits. Hello. Hello. I'm dying to know, though, where Alt Altman comes from. It seems like the perfect name for a guy in a band.
1: Uh, Um, Well, my last name actually is Altman, and my first name is Jonathan. Uh, Everyone called me Alt for the longest time, maybe like 15 years or so, ever since there was two Jonathans in the same class. So it just kind of became my name, and it's very weird for me to think of myself as Jonathan. But I'm, it's not like a, a secret or anything that it's not my name. And, and, and yeah, I enjoy having kind of an unusual name like Alt Altman.
0: So, Alt Altman, you just came off your first tour as Digits, so I wanted to ask you what that was like.
1: Um, it was pretty amazing. Um, I didn't really know for sure what it would be like until I've done it. Like, uh, I've been on tour before, but in band, so never by myself. So it's kind of a a bit of an adventure and I was really uh, surprised by how smoothly everything went. It was, it was a lot of fun. I managed to, you know, always find nice people that I could stay with and the show has all worked out really well. So I couldn't have asked for a better first tour.
0: Awesome. Awesome. The first tour for band can often break them. So mm-hmm. were there any moments where you were like nail biting?
1: Um, yeah, there was one. It was a, uh, it was a bit absurd, a bit of an absurd situation where, um, All of my gear was stored in my friend's apartment, and I had just gone to rent a car, and I was coming back to his place um, to pick it up on the way to drive out of town. This was in Vancouver, actually. And uh, he wasn't home, and I had no key to his place, and he said he'd leave one for me, um, and I was kind of, like, digging in the dirt beside his house trying to, like, find the key frantically. Um, Turns out I had never tried the door (laughs) And he was just in the shower, and that's why I wasn't picking up the phone. But the door was open. So the whole time I'm, like, worried about running late. Uh, I have to catch the ferry to get to Victoria. And it's, you know, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, and I still don't know what I'm going to do. I can't reach him. But uh, as it turns out, the door was just open, and I was just too stupid to try it. (laughs) Uh (laughs)
0: Dope. I'm glad you found your gear. Um, Mm -hmm. I went to come out and see you in Vancouver. Great show. And I wasn't sure what to expect. And I was quite surprised when I found out that Digits was one dude on stage.
1: Oh, well, uh, thanks. I'm glad you enjoyed the show. Yeah, people are are often surprised, I guess. Um, the record does have some other uh, musicians playing on it. Um, my friends Rebecca and Dave joined me on a few songs there. So uh, Dave plays guitar on a few songs, and both of them uh, help out with some harmonies. So there's definitely uh, grounds to expect more than one person on stage. But, yeah, it's actually just me. And I make use of... Uh, a laptop and a looping pedal so that I can layer sounds on top of one another and kind of build
0: songs. Cool, cool. So now, like you said, you are in two other bands or were in two other bands. The one that most people will know you uh, from, I've got to look it up because I hadn't heard of you before, but mm-hmm. you used to be a band called Europe in Color, and that band broke up. And so, like you were saying before, you used to be on stage with a lot of people and touring with more than one person. What's it like being on stage and doing digits solo?
1: Um it was, it was a huge adjustment and it's still, I'm still adjusting. It's kind of scary. Um, I'm not used to being the center of attention. I, even when I was playing in other bands, I wasn't the front man. So it's, it's a totally new experience for me. And, but it's, but it's an interesting one. And I get to interact with the audience more and kind of like, don't rely so much on communicating with other members. So I can kind of do my own thing without worrying of anyone needing to follow what I'm doing.
0: Yeah, nice, nice. I was so glad to hear that you were Canadian when I heard you, because there are so few good electronic acts in Canada. So as a guy who makes electronic music, I want to ask you, do you think that Canadian audiences have been trained to expect or be used to or like just indie music?
1: Um, well, I definitely think that it's it can be a bit more difficult for an electronic act in, in Canada, but it seems like the audiences. is for indie electronic music are like growing very fast like every year it seems like there's more people that are into it and that are there are more bands that are that are getting into doing it so uh, i think things are promising for the future but but yeah i agree that we don't we haven't had that many uh great electronic bands uh, electronic artists in canada so far like there's been uh definitely the junior boys and caribou uh kind of leading the way um but yeah there's There's lots of young electronic acts that are are really great.
0: Cool, cool. I've been reading a lot of reviews of the record. It's called Hold It Close. And uh, some of the reviewers, well, a couple of the reviewers think that you're British. How do you react to that?
1: (laughs) Um, Wow, I don't think that I've come across that. Uh, I guess I saw one that called me a British postmaster, but I thought that was a joke. I didn't think that they actually thought I was British. Um, But yeah, that's interesting. I guess uh, perhaps... It's because of what we spoke of just now, that uh, there's not quite as many electronic acts coming out of Canada as there is, especially out of a place like like the UK. So maybe um, if I'm not American, I'm probably British? I don't know. I don't think that my voice sounds British at all.
0: So uh, can you uh, put on a fake British accent for me?
1: Oh, no, I can't. Um, don't make me do that. No? Um, no, no. I, I kind of resemble... Um, John Oliver from The Daily Show, and people are like always trying to get me to do a British accent, and it's like the worst. So, no, no, sorry. <laughs> altman you might know me better as digits you're listening to the interview show lcd sound system is definitely a big big influence on on how to lyrics and i actually saw him this week for the first time he played in toronto uh on tuesday night two nights ago so it, it was an unbelievable show um him and his whole band sound incredible um so yeah what i what i really like about his lyrics are much of the same things that you've mentioned he's like kind of they're often i guess about uh lcd sound system itself and the scene it's coming out of and and the audiences and being critical of himself and his audience at the same time is kind of you know uh sometimes even getting into existential territory when he's in his in his lyrical themes or like you know songs about about death about you know uh our fleeting time on on this earth etc so Definitely some of my lyrics are kind of coming from the same place, like trying to look at dance music, but maybe like try to put lyrical content that isn't uh, usually associated with dance music in it. Um, I never start a song by writing lyrics. I always start with with, uh, with music. If I start with lyrics, then the song ends up bad. So I just kind of try to get lyrics that kind of work well with the, with the music that I'm doing. Um, sometimes it'll be extremely personal what I'm writing about and other times it'll be kind of a, a fictional character a fictional story going on.
0: Yeah, I agree. LCD sounds are just brilliant in, in skewering uh, you're right himself and the scene. As for you I was listening to one of your songs um, your song You're Going to Age deals with stuff that's not typically on a dance track so I wanted to ask you how you came up with those lyrics.
1: Um, that was that was probably the earliest song that, that I wrote the, of the ones on the record and I think it's, it could be my favorite one. Um, I'm not sure. I guess it originally came from a place that I thought it would be kind of humorous for it to be like this straight-up dance song that is about aging. And I was imagining people dancing to a song about aging and maybe not even realizing what the lyrics were about, and I just found that kind of amusing. Um, but working with it, it kind of took on a different meaning. It's like an acknowledgment of of aging, and, uh, and I mean, uh, club culture is about a celebration of youth, and that's cool, but it can also be about an acknowledgement of, you know, uh, reality, our situation, that um, youth doesn't last forever. Um, and I like the it's not necessarily a bleak song, because the second half, it's just, a—it's for, for people that don't know the song, it's just the words, you're going to age, repeated over and over and over again. And then the second half of the song repeats the words, but you won't be alone. So it's kind of, yeah, like, you are going to age, but it's going to happen to everybody else, and we're kind of all all in this together. So it's not really the scary thing. It, it has to be, it doesn't have to be so scary. Hey, I'm Alt Altman. You might know me better as Digits. You're listening to The Interview Show.
3: So got to, to aim
1: alt altman you might know me better as digits you're listening to the interview show
0: i also was reading that you once had a dream that you were in the band of montreal and oh
1: yes
0: (laughs) i wanted to ask you about that dream first of all
1: um it was a really it was a really bizarre dream it was really cool i was so excited to be playing in in the band that's you know uh that would be a, a dream come true and uh I think it was both me and and Basha Bulat <laughs> who were also in the band.
2: How could I be the last to know when they told
3: me where the
1: food And had uh, I just remember the guitar that I was playing the strings became incredibly large and I kind of and uh, kind of rope like so they they weren't uh, taut anymore and I couldn't like get any tones out of the guitar and Kevin Barnes was kind of like furious with me and I was just like I'm sorry I'm sorry so it was kind of not a very happy dream. It was kind of a, yeah, dream scenario turned nightmare.
0: Did you guys reconcile?
1: No, I don't think so. <laughs> I think he kicked me off the stage or kicked me out or something. I didn't get to, I didn't get to actually finish the show with them.
0: That's, that's horrible. Yeah,
1: I guess, uh, you know, I couldn't take advantage of, of my little, you know, spot, uh, my, my, uh, one chance to join the band.
0: Well, you never know. There could be another chance, and I'm glad you're doing what you're doing with Digits. Are there any other bands that you would love to be a part of?
1: Um, Well, Caribou is not really a band, but it'd be really cool to be a part of his live uh, touring group, and same with LCD Sounds. just seeing the show Tuesday night. I was just like, wow, I would do anything to be on stage with them.
0: Yeah, they're breaking up, though. This is apparently their last tour.
1: Yeah, I know. I'm not really uh, letting myself believe that. <laughs> I know I've heard that from a number of sources. He said that himself, right? Yeah. But I don't know. I I really, really hope that that's not true.
0: <laughs> I hope so, too. If you are going to join up with Caribou, how do you think that you would affect the songwriting mix?
1: Oh, well, I mean, I don't know if the other members of his band have that much effect on the songwriting, but... Um, if you listen to the difference between, uh, what was the record before, the current one, Dora, and the one that he just put out, Swim, I feel like that might have been what I would have, want, that would have been the direction I would have wanted to to, to take Caribou in, so um, I'm really excited that he's moved in a extremely electronic direction and some more like overt Arthur Russell influences, and uh, I guess a little bit less psychedelia in the, in the music, although i was a huge fan of what he was doing before. I'm really excited about the new turn. So, yeah, I feel like maybe I would have brought a little bit of icy coldness to the mix, which is what he's done on his own anyways.
0: Okay, hold it close. I read a review of it today, and the review stated that it was nine tracks of dark, introspective, brooding pop. So, how does a guy get in the zone to write that type of music?
1: Um, well, for one thing, I usually have to work with all the lights off or as many lights off as possible. Um... It just seems wrong if it's like really sunny and daylight outside um so yeah generally i try to be in a dark place i guess and i i I guess i like thinking back on experiences that might have been kind of negative like think back on on the periods in my life in which i've experienced suffering and kind of draw from from that territory and use that to write songs so i try to put myself in a place where things were really difficult for me and try to, like, remember what that was like.
0: But, you know, talking to you, you're such an upbeat, positive guy.
1: Uh, well, uh, I don't know. Um, I've, I guess I'm on the upbeat side, but I, I yeah, I have plenty of down times as well. And maybe it's, uh, it's good for me. It's made me happier to be able to, to express the, the dark stuff through music.
0: Maybe, maybe. Well, I'm glad you've had those dark times, because we get some good music out of it. Now, <laughs> at the end of the show, i love for the guests to pick a track off their current record and talk a little bit about it as I bring up the song.
1: Okay. I guess I'd like to talk about Saturation, which is it's more or less a song about how overwhelming it is that we can access all the music that's ever been created at, at any time, kind of on demand. And that, although that's obviously an amazingly positive thing, like there's no way I would have discovered 99% of what I listened to without the internet. It can definitely be overwhelming at times. Sometimes you don't know what to listen to next, you don't know, uh, you feel like you're missing out on so much and you can't possibly listen to everything at once. If you're kind of obsessive about it like I am, um, then it can be distressing at times. So it's kind of a song about how the state of information overload can really, can really make you anxious at times. Hey, I'm Alt Altman. You might know me better as Digits. You're listening to the interview show.
2: fashion, fashion pose, I gotta take back this space, yeah, I lost my soul while seeking it, such a settling that goes through this mind, through this mind. Oh, sensation. sensation. Oh,